Welcome to another episode of Sports and Discourse with your host, Derek Stevenson. And um, I want to talk about uh, how modern basketball has affected the, um, the big man in this era. And me personally, I feel like modern basketball is way more beneficial to actual guards than it is big men. And what I mean by that is, if you look at today's big men, power forwards and centers included, they are way more naturally uh, talented, I believe. Or let me let me not say that because I'm not sure if uh, big men from the previous generations couldn't do the same things that these guys could do. Um, so I'll I'll put it like this: I'll say new age big men are a, appear to be a lot more focused on their ball handling and jump shooting skills. And um, if you look across the board, man, there's a whole lot of big men that can shoot threes. They can handle the ball like guards. Um, They're just so much more versatile, I'll say that, than they used to be in um, previous generations, like the 90s and the early 2000s, right? I mean, like, if you you watch a basketball game today, it's nothing for you to see seven-footers like Kevin Durant and Giannis um just grab a rebound and take it all the way down the court and score um it just it happens so much during the game now and um you know part of that is due to the fact that i feel like uh Steph Curry kind of changed the game in the sense that Steph Curry um made the three point shot so much more valuable that there's just so much more long range shooting in today's game um and, you know, players just grow up practicing three-point shooting now. And uh, it don't matter what size you are. You can be, you know, a six-one guard or a seven-one center, and they're going to run the same drills. They're going to practice jump shooting and three-point shooting and ball handling. Like, everybody's practicing the same drills. But the thing is, I feel like it actually hurts. Um, it hurts a lot of these heavier big men, right? Like, if you look at Kevin uh, Kevin Durant and Giannis, um, even though Giannis is, is really built, he's solidly built, but he's still slim um, for a seven-footer, right? Kevin Durant is super slim, like the Slim Reaper. That's, you know, that's Kevin Durant. So I don't feel like it puts as much strain on their bodies when they're making these moves. Um, eventually, Giannis will have to slow down a little bit, but you know, for the near future, Giannis is going to be okay. But um, when you start looking at some of these big men, like you can look at Anthony Davis, you can look at Joel Embiid, uh, DeMarcus Cousins, like a lot of these guys battle injury um, throughout their entire career. And I feel like personally, a lot of it is because they make a lot of point guard-ish type of uh, moves, right? Like you see them, and they're all uh, relatively good shooters, you know what I mean? Like, they all are capable of hitting three-point jump shots, right? Um, they might take four to five a game, and they're capable of hitting two or three of them every night, you know what I mean? Like, Cousins, uh, Embiid, Anthony Davis, they are easily capable of hitting two or two out of five threes, like, easily. Um, but with the, with the change in the game, 
they just uh, play face-up basketball a whole lot more than I think that a center probably should, right? And I feel like it attributes to their injuries a whole lot. Um, because if you look at them in college, right, like, and in, in I can definitely speak on Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins because they both played at Kentucky, right? Um, they really didn't play away from the basket that much um, when they were at Kentucky, uh, John Calipari always has guards, right? And uh, his offense, dri- his dribble drive offense, he always has his guards attacking the basket, right? When he has uh, athletic uh, guards that can handle the ball, he sends them to the rim, right? And um, he always tells them, like, if you get to the rim, just throw it in the air and Anthony Davis or DeMarcus Cousins or whoever the center is is going to be there and, th- and they'll catch it and dunk it, right? So if you look at, like, Anthony Davis, um, he got a whole lot of easy baskets while he was at Kentucky. Like, he jumps up, catches alley-oops, he's dunking. Um, You know, he scored the majority of his points like that. Like, and, um, you know, he was one of the most dominant players that's ever played college basketball. He literally swept, like, every award he was available for, Um, you know. But Calipari just d- does not really allow his big man to do guard type of things, right? Like he wants his big man to stay around the bucket, and he wants him to protect the rim, which Anthony Davis was great at. Like I think he averaged five blocks a game, right, in rebound. You know, he wants him to get eight to ten boards a game and then just dunk the basketball. Like that's what he wants him to do. And – um. You know, they really didn't have health injuries until they got to the pros or uh, a lot of, like, injuries and health issues, I'll say, until they got to the pros um, because once they got to the pros, they started playing like guards. They face up the basket a lot, and uh, they making, you know, drives to the basket, and they doing two or three cutback moves, um, and they just getting injured a lot. And if you look in, like, the 90s, man, a lot of the the dominant centers, you know, even the ones like Patrick Ewan, Elijah Wan, that could actually shoot a little bit away from the bucket, they still did the majority of their work eight uh, eight feet in. in. And, um, you know, they might float out to 12 if they was, you know, really feeling it. They might shoot a little 12-foot jumper or something like that. But most of the time they eight foot in in and uh, – they just not making a whole lot of movements um, with the basketball and make a couple dribbles and they going over the shoulder for hook shots or doing uh, jumpers or they dunking the ball. Um, and they they really didn't have a whole lot of issues the way these uh, these new age modern big men are playing. Like if you look at Zion Williams and uh, a lot of these boys that just handle the ball they are just missing a whole lot of games, man. And um, I know it's got to be frustrating uh, to the team and to the owners because, you know, when you look at how immensely talented these players are, you know, you want one of them on your team because when they're healthy, you know, they can get you a championship. Like if you could get 60, you know, to 80 games out of Joel Embiid, your team is going to probably be successful. If you could get, you know, Anthony Davis healthy the majority of the year, the Lakers wouldn't be struggling just to make the playoffs. 
they be in the playoffs. Um, they might not be at the top seed, but they definitely would be a team to watch. Um, they wouldn't be a laughing stock of the NBA, kind of like they are right now. Um, they'd be somebody you have to take serious. And a lot of that is just because you can't depend on these guys to be there because they get injured so often. And I just feel like um, until the big man gets committed to being a big man again, it's going to be a guard-driven league. And, um, you know, you're going to have players like our teams like the Warriors and the Phoenix Suns that, um, you know, most of their better players are guards. That's who's going to be leading the charge. And, um, you know, I, I feel like uh, I feel like if, if these boys would ever, you know, be willing to alter their game and pick and choose their spots a little bit better, they probably would have a whole lot less injuries. And they would be able to make a way larger impact um, on the season than they mostly do, you know. And, it, and it's unfortunate because, you know, when when right, they are the best players in the league. Like Joel Embiid, Anthony Davis, um, you know, those big guys that handle the ball. And I, I even put LeBron in there as a big guy that handles the ball and can play outside and in. Um, but, you know, like he's at the end of his career, so I ain't going to really count him. But, um, but just when the league has – these bigger players that are able to stay healthy, they are the best players in the game. Like Anthony Davis, if he's right, he's a top three player. Joel Embiid is a top five player. If you know, if they can get on the court, Zion Williams would would probably eventually crack the top five if he could stay healthy. Um, but you just never know when they're gonna be there, man. You you can start the season with high hopes, and you might get twenty games out of them out of them guys, man, and it's just, it's always going to be a toss-up, um, but anyways, let me know, uh, how do you feel about the way the big men play the game now, do you feel like, uh, you know, do you like it, do you enjoy it, overall, I think basketball is better, I think it's more fun to watch, um, it's, you know, sometimes the 90s era could be a little boring, because it's a little slower pace, um, today's NBA is fast paced, man. They're getting shots up. Uh, they're shooting so many threes. So you have such high scores. Um, I think there are good defenders, but I think, um, defense is less of a priority than it once was. But anyways, just let me know what, how do you feel about it, man? Do you, how do you feel about guys like Anthony Davis and Embiid and DeMarcus Cousins and Zion playing out in the floor do you think um do you like the way they they play or how their games are do you think they need to get their butts back underneath the basket man but anyways uh just let me know and we'll get back at it on the next episode of sports and discourse with Derek stevenson